Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. I am the person married to the movie geek, Chrissy McLean. Justin Winters, the movie geek himself, is on my left. We are doing a new movie this week, you guys, because we've been doing some old movies for a while. Don't worry, we still got an oldie for you, but there's a new one as well. We saw Chronicle Ooh, in the theater. Justin, this is the first movie we've seen in the theater in a while. Yes, that is true, Chrissy. Okay, Robot McGee. <laughs> Not sure what that's all about, but moving on. You asked me if it was the first we've seen in a while, and I said, yes, that is true. All first right. of First of 2012, I think. That's true, and uh, you actually chose it, so... Por qué, señor? Because it looked interesting. The trailers looked uh, like it was a fun movie, and... I don't know. I, um... This this week uh, is kind of a Landis double feature. Uh, Chronicle was written by a guy named Max Landis, who is a friend of one of our friends, Gray Drake, of the Popcorn Mafia. Woohoo, Gray Drake! And Max Landis's uh, dad is John Landis, the famous director who directed our second movie, Animal House. Oh, so that's the connection. This whole time, I've, I've been trying to figure it out. I'm like, what is the connection between Chronicle and Animal House? They both have teenagers in it? And that was the best I could do. And both got a Landis connection. So The Landis connection. It sounds like, like, a, like a thing. It is a thing. Well, but, you know, before we get into the movie, I feel like I have been remiss because we should be praising and thanking y'all for being so sweet to us after our last podcast. Somebody was sweet to us? Well, in general, people were very nice to us. Really? Like in person? Like on the internet? On the internet? Yes. Who's nice? Uh, well, you know, we cross-post this podcast on our Facebooks and Twitter and, you know... Oh, thanks, that, nice people. ...that little thing called social media, and people were very receptive. Awesome. So, well, yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being so nice. I'm sometimes too busy. I can't check our social media, so... Well, let's give him a Whamburger and some French cries. <sighs> Moving on. Life is hard, guys. Yeah. Busy times. No joke. It, speaking of, your your dad texted me earlier with just one word. He wrote, amazing. And I was like, what's amazing? And he was like, the game? And I'm like, what game? And he's like, UNC versus Duke. You didn't watch it? And I went, no. He goes, did Justin watch it? And you were like, I was working. Well, there's a thing called jobs. And sometimes, you know, here on the West Coast, things start at an earlier time. And we're not done with work. So... Oh, well, at least, you know, 
I did something really insane and crazy today that I'm not going to reveal. I'll just let you guys, um, I don't know. It'll come out in a couple weeks. It's going to go viral. So, it, Yeah, no, I actually agree with you. I think that it will go viral. <laughs> it's one of those moments where usually my job really like stressful and it sucks. But every now and again, something happens where I'm like, okay, I might be telling this story to my grandkids someday. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. If in the next few weeks you hear a viral story that started on some show that airs on daytime, on some channel that may or may not have, like, a winking thing involved that looks kind of like an eye, just know Justin had a hand in it. Or two hands. Or my butt in it. Uh Uh-oh. Or someone else's butt. Freudian slip. Anyway... He chronicled that stuff. I did. I did. So, okay. So, we actually went to a movie in theater, Arclight, where it's all cool and you get reserved seats. Which didn't matter because it didn't sell out. In this particular case. It was a pretty full house. Was it? I feel like when we walked in, I looked around and I was like, oh, I don't know. How do you even remember? Like, 30 seconds before we started this, you're like, what was the first movie we watched? I'm like, you don't remember? I knew it was in the theater. So you know the theater, but you don't know what it was. See, there are these little things called jobs. <laughs> and, and, when us, you, and when you work at them, you completely lose your memory. Well, when you pack in, like, 36 hours into three days, yeah, that can happen. What are you talking about? Working a lot. Your brain becomes what we call Fried. Also, I'm doing this other little thing. You may have heard. I'm cooking a human. You can't use that as an excuse. <laughs> I can't use that as an excuse for being tired and forgetful. Um, like hell I can't. No, because you were that way before the baby. So. Right, and now it's exacerbated. Well, you know what? This podcast is going to get very interesting if you can't remember any of the movies you watched. I remember everything this, about this... the movies. I just can't remember specifically what we had seen off the top of my hand. Like, what was it again? And then as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got it. Don't you remember? Adele says. That was Adele? Yeah, don't you remember that song? No, I know the song, but I, that was Adele? Shut up. Okay. I'm not a professional singer. Anyway. Uh, Chrissy, what? what? so what did you think of Chronicle? It was better than I thought it would be based on the trailer. I, You know... I think it's cool whenever we have a little sci-fi bent um, on movies, and especially, you know, I like the idea of something happens to these kids and now they can just move objects pretty much with their mind. You know, and you get that from the trailer right away, but you also get the something bad happens and, you know, then it all kind of goes to crap. I assumed that it would be, you know, because you see in the trailer also that they send this guy off a cliff basically in the middle of a storm because he's honking behind them. I thought it was going to be about that. I'm like, oh, now they accidentally kill this guy. It's going to be all about, like, how they took it too far and started hurting people and, you know, they killed someone. And that happens relatively early on and there's a lot more to the story than just that one scene where they, like, accidentally, you know, shove the guy off the cliff. Yeah. So I'm, I was glad. I was I was happy that they, they didn't give away the whole movie in the trailer. You get the gist, but that's not the whole movie. That is true. I like that. Well, all right. <laughs> glad we had this talk. See you next week. Uh, what did you think of the actors? 
What did I think of the actors? Um, I liked them. I, I thought the three, the, the one of the best parts I liked about the movie was that you could see that the three guys actually had, uh, you know, A chemistry? chemistry together. Um, the only one that I knew of or had seen before this movie was the black guy who, uh, is, a uh, Justin, it, why you gotta identify him by being black? Cause he was basically the, the, the only black guy in the movie. Um, I mean, there was like background black guys and stuff, but anyway, Michael B. Jordan, the actor plays him. Um, we mainly know him from parenthood, but he was also in the wire, but he, Oh, that's the guy from parenthood. Yeah. He seemed really familiar to me. I just couldn't place him. Of course you couldn't. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, all three of them were, were great. Um, had a great chemistry. Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie was basically, if you cross like a male teenage version, or Carrie was teenage, a male version of Carrie with like a found footage type Cloverfield type thing. I never saw Carrie, so what? that was lost on me, but thanks. What? What? Why are you surprised? I mean, really? Really? I think I knew that. I was going to say, this is why we have this podcast. This is ridiculous. Well, what do you want? Okay. There's those little things called jobs that get in the way of movie watching. <laughs> See, guys, when, 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 you, when you have a job, you, you, you just can't remember all the movies that you watch. You okay? can't. We watch so many. <laughs> so many. Yeah, we watch an average of two a week. So much. It is. It's a lot. I'm telling you. Uh, but I never seen the other guys, it, the main two teenagers, in anything. Was this their first big project? Um, again, I don't know. I've never seen well, them either. All right. <laughs> I know you haven't seen them in other things, but usually you're, you know, I've called you this before, just for fun, Encyclopedia Brown about these things, and you're like, well, his IMDb page says that he's done this and this and this. Well, you see, I got this thing called a job. Oh, and it cuts concept. down cuts down on my IMDb page time. Oh, wow. Well, you know, that only takes like five minutes. Less than a two-hour movie, even. Okay? Oh, I like the, um, out of the three, I think I like the, the I call him the mad kid. <laughs> he's oh, the, the angry. He's the guy that gets, like, progressive, progressively more angry as the movie goes along. A little bit. And, um... I mean, luckily, it wasn't one of those movies where you're like, why is this kid angry? Because his background, you're like, okay, his background kind of sucks. His dad, you know, beats his ass or whatever. That could make me angry. Me too. And if I got, you know, whatever powers from this weird dark crystal thing that I found underground, I might use them to, A, kick my dad's ass if he was beating me like that, or B... Do angry things, which he pretty much does. I do wish that that had been better explained, by the way. Like, all you know is they go down this tunnel and they see something and all of a sudden they have powers. And then they can't go back because they're like, this ground is unstable and we're tearing it off or down or something that you won't be able to come back. And I'm like, okay, so we, we have no idea how they got these powers. I guess we're never going to know because now they say they can't find out. But And then, like, their noses bleed when they try to concentrate too hard on honing their skill. And beyond that, like, I'm like, how can one person feel the other? Because they do. Like, when others in pain or another one's angry, one of the other ones feels it. And suddenly they can fly. I'm like, they can move objects, but they can fly. They can fly, like, above planes where you can't even breathe the oxygen. I didn't know that being able to move things also made you invincible. 
you're reading in way too much into this. Well, no, because towards the end, it gets a little. <laughs> Guys, bit come on! Right? I mean, if you can fly that high, you. <laughs> no, but just in towards the end, it got crazy. Like they're like flying get, and crashing into stuff, and I'm like, don't give that away the ending be, of the movie. I'm not saying what happened. <laughs> I thought it was crazy too, but crazy awesome. I thought it was cool if I could if I could suspend my disbelief, which was hard because I'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They got a nosebleed in the beginning from like trying to throw a ball and now they're like crashing into shit and they're not even hurt. Well, that's cause it was, their powers were like a muscle and they were flexing <laughs> their muscle and making it more strong. That's what they said. Yeah, that's what they said. I always love when you have this suspension of disbelief problem because it's almost like you have a suspension of disbelief every five minutes and it goes back to zero. So instead of instead of at the beginning they go into this crystal and they get these powers, okay, you got to suspend your disbelief there. But then five minutes later you're like, wait a minute, now they're flying. <laughs> no, because certain things are okay. You can come up with something to explain it. And even with the flying, I was like, all right, maybe it's a muscle and they're really super strong and they can fly now. Well, if you're telekinetic, you can move the air around you and levitate oh, yourself off the ground. Really? I you know to, a lot about telekinesis. I went to telekinesis college. Oh, you had time for that in between your jobs? <laughs> that was before my jobs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. Um, no, I mean, if you had telekinesis, what would you use it for? Nefarious reasons. Nefarious reasons? A little bit. Like crashing into buildings and going up high above airplanes where you... No, because no that action. would kill me. Because although I can have telekinesis, I have mortal body parts. Okay, well, what would you do? I don't know. It would depend would you, on... Would you be angry about it, or would you be happy killing telekinesis? I think it would depend on the day. Do you, like, move rainbows so they're in... No, but I might move... Third a, world countries where they need rainbows? I think as opposed to rainbows, I might move a lot of farmland and food to third world countries <laughs> so they could eat. I might do that. But you could have the all, all that stuff travel down the rainbow into their open mouths or whatever. What? <laughs> Lucky charms. Like eating rainbows? <laughs> We're talking about moving all the food over the rainbow. Oh, oh we're using the rainbow as a means of transport. Suspension of disbelief. That's not telekinesis. No? No. Or you could be like, uh, Scott Bayo was in this movie back in the 80s called Zapped. And basically, you didn't make that our second movie. Basically, he just like moved girls' underwear, just yeah. whoop, right off. That sounds like a Bayo thing to do. Bayo. Oh, Beowulf. <laughs> what? Oh, so other than that you. So basically your big uh, hang, up. hang up was it went too far? Towards or they did, the end, They yes. didn't explain stuff too much? Yes, where it just it kind of became this... It, how do I put this? It's Imagine a tornado, if you will. Oh, okay, I just did. Okay, and you see the tornado like coming down the path and like the alarms go off. There's a process. You see it, you're like, it's a twister. And then, yeah, okay, fine. It gets bigger as it comes to you and stuff like that, right? It's like, and then, so this, the tension is building, you're into it, you know, getting the sound out of the twister is coming, and then all of a sudden, it changes and it becomes a hurricane. 
like out of the blue and you're like i thought it was a tornado and they're like no now it's a hurricane and we're not explaining why and it's just kind of like it didn't change the premise so much as it just it ran hog wild with it they're like you thought you were scared because a tornado was coming what if we make it a hurricane huh i don't know i see that your quote on the poster now chronicle is like a tornado that turns into a hurricane and i was like what i can see that movie because of your full quote oh god that's a really bad analogy now that i think about it i tried and failed i don't know i would be interested to see how much this movie actually costs to make well clearly a lot of digital work on it so are you saying they didn't (laughs) they didn't move all that stuff with just strings Harnesses. Harnesses. <laughs> yeah, they could, they could have. They decided to take the easy way out. <laughs> Clearly. I don't know, man. I, uh, if I had telekinesis, I would be flying around all the time. Well, all right. Because I would love to travel the world, but I'm low on funds. But that's just it. Like, how do you... Like that one kid's like, you know what? We should go to Tibet. Tibet and like hang out with the Buddhist monks. We blow their minds, man. I'd be like, yeah, man, let's do it. Here's the problem with that, though. They're like, let's fly to Tibet. Okay, yes, you can fly. You're still a mortal human. You can't like fly to Tibet without getting tired or needing to pee or eat. You still need to do those things, dude. If you got telekinesis and you're flying around. You can pee wherever you want. You can take a pit stop. What if you have to poo? What if you have to poo? You stop. Oh, you're not doing it in the air? I mean, if you <laughs> want to do it there, that's just another mess to deal with when you get on the ground, I guess. Oh, so you're going to go down and pick up your own poop? <laughs> you're not just like doing it while you're flying? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if you have telekinesis and you're flying to the bed... You think you'd be too lazy to stop, you know? No, I'm saying... Because they seem like they can travel pretty fast. No, I'm pointing out that that's a problem, and you were going to... Why is that a problem? That you have to stop and poop and pee? No, because you didn't say the word stop at first. I was like, what happens if you have to pee? And you were like, you just pee. And I was like, wait a minute, what if you have to poop? And then you started saying things about stopping, and I was like, well, hold on a minute. At first I thought you were applying you should just do it in the air while you're flying. (laughs) Like, so what if you got to go? Just go. Maybe you can use your telekinesis just to, like, move the poop out of your body without making a mess. Yeah. It's not a colostomy bag. I don't think it works that way. No. You can just... I mean, you can take pit stops. They're flying so... They're flying so fast. They can take a pit stop every now and then and poop and pee. You can't even see what's going on down there. How would you know that there's a bathroom? You fly. Fly low. When you're on a plane and you're looking down, it all looks like the same. Who says that you have to fly high? You can fly low. They clearly did because they had an accident. Well, that's because of the angry guy. Well, still. It was his fault. Then so what is the secret? Don't fly with angry guy if you have to pee or poop on your way to Tibet. (laughs) Don't fly angry. (laughs) Drive angry the sequel. Fly angry. I'd fly happy. Like a big smile on my face. Looking, they even said looking for rainbows. And clearly they knew that like it was bad to be up high because they even said, well, it's really cold up here. I'm like, clearly this is not the way it, this works. When you're a, te- uh, you know, a teen with new telekinesis powers, you just don't think things through. Like You really need to 
You need to make like an Iron Man suit or something. Oh, it's like the what's the Greek fable where the the, the sun went too close to the sun. The sun went too close to the sun? <laughs> you mean the tale of two suns? No. That Greek fable? No, the S-O-N went to the S-U-N. Come on. Oh, man. He has a name. Is it Icarus? Yes. Nice. See? The tale of two suns. Is that what it's called? Huh? <laughs> uh, I think it's Icarus. It is Icarus, but... Not the tale of two suns. <laughs> You're the one. You're talking about the sun that goes too close to the sun. That's what he is. He's a sun, and he goes too close to the sun. Who's his dad? One of the gods. Which one? The one that tells him not to fly close to the sun. Yeah. Oh, that one. <laughs> Thank you for explaining. Is it Zeus? Oh, do you want to see a sequel to Chronicle? Uh, on... Oh, I can't say Netflix. We don't have Netflix anymore. On... Can't say video because that's VHS. DVD? On BitTorrent? Would you recommend it to your friends? Yes. Okay. At the $2 theater. The $2 theater? Yeah. Like, wait for it to be out a little while. We don't even have one of those here in LA. Yeah, we do. There's one, um, it's in, like, kind of near Montrose, Glendale area. Oh. Is that, like, the Sticky Floor Theater? Kind of. There's also one in Simi Valley. Yeek. At least there used to be. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's worth a matinee. It's pretty good. Okay, a matinee. I mean, All right, matinee. It's don't, um, don't do what we didn't pay full price the arc light for this. Don't do that. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time. Oh man. No, I liked it. I and I said in the beginning, this was a good movie. I liked it. I do recommend it. Um, I w- it was the only interesting. Th- the only thing I wish, and I won't ruin it, I wish one of the characters would have stayed along, stayed in the movie a little longer. <laughs> That's all I just have to say. I was like, oh. Wait, are you thinking towards the end or the end? I'm talking about three-fourths of it. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, huh. I was a little, hmm. Yeah. I wish he would have stayed, stayed around a little longer. Oh, you know it's a he? Well, not a lot of chicks in this movie. Not a lot, but a few. That I mean, you would have thought that there'd be more chicks being like, Oh, look at him moving things in the, there's the whole scene in the high school talent show. Oh, the magic scene. Yeah. Where was the scene after that where the girls are like, let's have sex. That did happen. Did it? Yes. He went to a party and everyone was like, you're awesome. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that scene. (laughs) I really wish they would have included this one scene in the movie that totally happened. Uh, it would have been awesome. And, yeah. Well, it didn't exactly happen like that. It did, and it ended he, up not being awesome at the well, end. Well, no, the sex part didn't happen because of puking. Right, hence it ended up not being awesome. So I want that scene, but more awesome. So, like, less puking? Less puking. Oh, okay. He puked on his date. Poor angry kid. Poor girl who got thrown up on. You think he would have been able to telekinesis his puke away from her? I think he was drunk and wasn't paying too much attention. I think he was thinking, holy crap, I'm going to get laid. That's probably what Pretty sure that's what happened. And then he went, bleh. 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 Let me just telekinesis this. Hold on a second. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. Okay. So what would be your final grade for Chronicle? 
B, B plus. It's probably about the same for me. Yeah. A good movie, again, we recommend. Just one of those that you're not going to want to pay full price of the arc light for. Because even though it's good, at the end you're kind of like, really? Did I just do that? And I think it's worth the matinee, matinee price of the movie. I agree. I'll pay matinee for this. Not what? again, but for the first time. Earlier you said $2 sticky floor prices. Well, that's ideal. Gross. Okay. All right. Well, on to the second landest movie of our landest double feature. Animal House. Animal House. Doom, doom, doom. Animal Backstory, House. I mistook this for Caddyshack. Yeah, I was like, Chrissy, have we seen, have you seen Animal House before? And she's like, the one about golf? I was like, I think I have. And you were like, I don't think you have. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I have. And you were like, really? What's it about? And I was like, golf. <laughs> you went, that's Caddyshack. <laughs> and now the funny thing is, is I can't remember anything about Caddyshack except that it had Rodney Dangerfield and it was about golf. I had Bill Murray and that gopher thing. But was that a National Lampoon movie too? No, 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 no. Okay. But I love that I knew exactly what movie you were thinking of. Like, there's only one golf movie in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Tin Cup. Chrissy's never seen Tin Cup. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got my file of facts in my head of the movies you've seen. It wasn't Happy Gilmore. I think I'm going to save Tin Cup for a uh, Kevin Costner double feature because, again, you still haven't seen Bull Durham. Which saddens me. It wasn't the one I just said. What's Bull Durham about? No, not Bull Durham. What? I, I said it's not the one I just said. What's the one you just said? The Adam Sandler movie. Happy Gilmore. Have you seen Happy Gilmore? No. What? No. That's so sad. That's see back, Billy Madison. That's back what? A lot. I love Billy Madison. It's a great movie. But Happy Gilmore is, is also Gilmore. very good. Back when Adam Sandler movies... Were funny. Were actually funny and not total sadness shit bombs stick okay so chrissy <laughs> somehow you went this long without seeing a um early comedy classic animal mm. house yeah what did you think of animal house i don't regret it you don't regret what the time i spent not seeing this movie why is that I don't know. You want me to guess why it is? Oh, please. By all means. I know exactly why Chrissy didn't like this movie that much. Okay. <laughs> Chrissy is pretty much the anti-frat um, girl. <laughs> the anti-frat girl. <laughs> most fraternities explain? Most fraternities um, involve guys being really gross a lot. Which Chrissy is not on board with at all. It's just not my thing. <laughs> Several times during this movie, I uh, remembered either discussing things that I did in college while in a fraternity, or even better than that, taking Chrissy on a tour of my fraternity house. Scary, y'all. <laughs> Scary. People live there. Like, this is not fit for animal like housing and you lived here well uh, chrissy's a clean freak guys not a clean freak she she's a clean freak which is fine she you know she's a clean freak i i like clean things but she is obsessively clean so much so that i sometimes worry about like i'm like is it must be terrible like walking around all the time and being like 
That is so dirty. Okay. I'm going to be so uncomfortable until that is clean. Hold, please. Okay. I am not a clean freak. In fact, years of working or living in a, in a frat house, I think, has desensitized you with regards to what is adequately clean, what is clean, and what is really clean. Because every friend I've ever had that has known me my whole life or has known me even for a little while and hears you say that is always like, it's not that clean. Like, whatever it is that I'm, like, complaining, that you're complaining is, like, it's, it's already clean. It doesn't have to be that clean. It's already so clean in here. And people are, like, it's not that clean. I'm, like, I know. I know. I know. I know. So, it's not that I'm a clean freak. I think, like I said, you're just desensitized and don't really have, like, a compass. Well, honey, as to honey what's, I was like, only in college clean. four years. You know I actually lived other places before that, right? Yeah. Okay. But I you're cleaner than you. you're cleaner than I am, but you're messier than I am. That's true. Okay, so we balance each other out. All right. Anyway, not OCD though, like you make me out to be. Did I say anything about being OCD? You do all the time. You didn't right now, but you do all the time. <sighs> Just saying. I suck, guys. I'm so sorry. Middle woes. <laughs> Moral of the story, hire a cleaning woman. Anyway, so yes. on to Animal House. Okay. So you think I don't like it because I'm the anti-frat girl. Well, this movie's about college, a fraternity. I also went to college. Well, you did, but you never lived on campus. Right. Um, you said you've been to uh, one fraternity party. True. I, I estimate you... You were probably there for 15 minutes. I was there for a little longer than that. I hung out outside a lot. So, you know, you went to college, but, you know, not the the college life that you usually see in college movies. That's true. Or you go to class and then you go home to where your parents are. I have a hard time getting into these sort of movies. And I think you put it a certain way where I, our audience is probably like, yeah... But for me, it's more like I just don't identify. Like then that this is this is exactly the same reason where on an objective level I can say the American Pie movies are funny, but I'm not into them. Like I saw them with friends in the theater because all my friends wanted to, and but like okay. I like pies, guys, but I don't like pies. Oh, I like pies. <laughs> is that why you don't identify with? No, but how do I... What, what part of the movie don't you identify with? Pretty much all of it. <laughs> Pretty much everything from beginning to end. Like, why these guys want or want so badly to belong to this stupid group. B, like, why... What makes them want to be friends other than the fact that they all belong to the same group? They have nothing in common. See, I, I, I don't understand C, that because... Okay, you, you maybe don't identify with guys being part of fraternity, but you obviously have been in groups in your life where you all have the same common interests. Right. What are and, their interests? Huh? What are their interests? Their in this common movie, interests. In this movie? Partying. Partying, drinking, girls. All right. Okay, so all right, so that's what. Sorry, you're not a then. dude, but <laughs> in college, that's cool. I'm not too sorry. In college, those were the main things. Okay, all right, so there's that. I get it. And um, what was the question? <laughs> Never really. What was the question? We were just talking about how you don't identify with anything oh, in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And, uh, and, and was, like the whole thing is, is kind of loosely held together about like, uh oh, they're going to lose their charter. You know. You, well, you know what? That does happen. That does happen. I know. Because I okay, I was in a fraternity in college, and we were not the most popular people on campus. Oh, no. And there were several times where I thought we were going to get disbanded for being just, you know. Assholes. Not assholes as much as, well, we did have a few assholes. And that that was mainly the problem. A few bad apples ruined the bunch. But just being stupid sometimes. Like, the, we weren't the fraternity where all the girls are like, oh, we have to hang out with... You know, Pi Lambda Phi Chi, those guys are so hot. We were Is like... a real fraternity you just named or did you just, just make that up? I just made it. I was like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah, we were more like the, you know... Animal House. The guys at Animal House were like, ugh. But your ragtag... But... I like ragtag. I like underdog. I just like... Watching this movie, I was kind of like, I don't... This was never my life, like you said. It really wasn't. It was never my life. I didn't hang out with those sort of people. The girls that were... You don't like, have telekinesis, but... I know, but that's different. Um, <laughs> like, the girls I hung out with them, I was like, what is their motivation for hanging out with these schlubs? I don't understand. Like, why? Why? And then the, the, the whole thing about losing the charter and what happens after... It got to a point where, even though it was fun, individual scenes in this movie are good. And funny and enjoyable. Like, it was just, like what? Um, I want to hear your favorite scenes. I, I, although I was completely grossed out by it. Okay. I actually enjoyed the scene where Belushi is in the cafeteria and he's like picking everything on, on and putting on his tray. I was truly grossed out at the time, but it was hilarious. As like, a pregnant woman, doing? did you identify with that? Not at all. I'm, I've been completely the opposite. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't want that. That smells funny. That looks weird. I don't like this. But, yeah, he was like, I, I've never even seen anything like it. A human, like, garbage disposal, putting everything in, and then he goes and sits down with those guys, and he's totally Have you even seen a movie with Belushi in it before? Was he in Caddyshack? No. I'm sure I have. Have you seen the Blues Brothers? No. I don't think you have. So, anyway, this is probably the first movie you've ever seen with uh, John Belushi in it. He, like... I don't know. He was one of those guys you just pretty much couldn't keep your eyes off him because he was like, you're like, what is he going to do next? He reminds me of a few people that I did theater with years ago, like plus like 10 years because they were young at the time. Bobby Monahan? No. Um, Belushi. No. You were, throughout the movie, you were like, he reminds me of that guy from Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh, the other guy. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot. He was totally reminding me of the guy from Saturday Night Live. But um, Belushi, not his character so much as much the actor. I kept thinking of a couple friends I knew, and I was like, I would, I would like to see an updated versions of this with my friends in it because I think they do a good job. Regardless, that totally made no sense. So your favorite scene was the cafeteria scene. Actually, yeah, I, I got a kick out of it, even though I was totally grossed out because it was just amazing. It looked like it was all like a single shot too. Like him just. No, if if I stuffed my face with food like that and did the the zit popping scene. You would probably disown me. I wouldn't disown you. I would be shocked. And I'd be like, really? Really, 31? I thought you were 31. What just happened? When I was a kid, my favorite scene was the scene where um, Bluto climbs up the ladder and looks into the sorority. Oh, yeah. And they're doing the thing that young boys dream of. Oh, the girls are having a naked or semi-clothed pillow fight? Yes. Yeah, that happens all the time. I identify with that. You identify with that. 
Oh, I was like, this is what college is. And that's why you decided to go. <laughs> this is, yeah. I spent four years looking for a really tall ladder like that, so. You're a giant. You don't even need a tall ladder. <laughs> a Get a normal ladder and just stand at the top. That sounds dangerous. Well, it was dangerous for him, too. It was. But yeah, so my I guess my biggest complaint, other than the fact that I personally don't identify with it very much, which, like I said, is also why the American Pie movies I just find, like, meh, on a subjective level, but mm-hmm. good on an objective level, mm-hmm. is that it, it felt long. And it wasn't a long movie, but it felt long. And I even looked at the clock a few times in the last third, and I was like... It's like an start? hour and 40 minutes. I swear, I was like, when did we start watching this movie? And, like, I remembered, and I kind of did the math, and I was like... It hasn't even been on that long. Why does it feel so much longer? Well, again, not to call you to the carpet, but you did fall asleep. <laughs> I was so tired, and it wasn't holding my attention. It's getting worse and worse. What do you expect? Like in a couple of months, you're going to be falling asleep at minute two. It's tired. It's we okay. started it late. It's okay. Well, jobs. <laughs> Jobs. Is there any other scenes that you liked other than the cafeteria scene that come to mind? Um, I like toga parties. Do you like toga parties? Have you ever been to a toga party? No. No? Um, of course not. <laughs> I mean, the toga party was like, I like. I have love hate scene with that relationship because I liked it, but at that point I was kind of over the movie, and so I was like, oh, this is fun. Oh my god, is it over? Toga, toga. I didn't understand toga. why they were so adamant about having it. Toga party. And how they were able to, like, hire a band when they couldn't even, like, buy food. Welcome to college. Um, <laughs> That's college in a nutshell. I was amused when they picked up on those girls and, like, took them all the way to the not-their-side-of-town and went to the bar where that same band was playing. And they were like, hey, Otis! And Otis was looking at them like, what the hell? Who? What? What are they doing here? Um, that was a fun scene. A couple years ago... Uh, I was in Vegas, and Otis Day and the Knights were there, and I wanted to run up the front and yell that, hey, Otis, and have him be like, what you talking about? That really happened? D- did I yell that? No. Yeah. Oh. I don't want to be that guy. But they're still playing. They're like the, um, was it the fly or whatever in Jurassic Park called in the amber? Mm-hmm. Is it a fly? Yes. That? Yes. No, 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 no. It's they look the same. Speedo. They look the same. sound the same. Great, great, great party band. Oh, stay in the nights. Cool. You're like, is that Eddie Murphy? And look, I, I said to you, I was like, I know it's not Eddie Murphy, but he looks a lot like him. He did when he was singing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Animal House. That's it. I hate that I don't have more to say about this, but I really don't. It, it, you know, it kind of it's one of these movies that where it is what it is. I know one point that you, you totally lost you. You were... Very um, incredulous to the fact that um, the Tim Matheson character um, would pick up on a like forty-year-old woman in a grocery. And you were like, "Store." It's the dean's wife. It has you know cachet. I'm like, "Well, hold on a second." Cucumbers. I'm like, but hold on a second. When he was picking up on her, he didn't know that that's who she was. He was just picking up on some old chick. He was good looking, so I didn't really understand. So you don't think guys will just hit on any girl that comes by? I would think that if they're a little bit better looking or have an education that they might have standards. Gee, like, uh, cougars, man. 
maybe he was a cougar chaser. I don't think so, though, because it seemed like he just would, you know, go with anything that moves. He did have the, like, leopard print room in the house with all the... That was a sick room. (laughs) That was a funny-looking room, too, because I was like, let me get this straight. In this shack of a frat house, this room exists? You would be so surprised. Like, there were certain rooms in our house that were bigger than others, and it was always funny at the beginning of, like, semesters or school years... Those guys would get those rooms, and they would start, like, playing and everything and, like, building shit. Wow. And then we'd come in, and we're like, you built a bar. Congratulations. Nice. We're hanging out in your room. Well, your fraternity house looked very nice on the outside. It has this very East Coast charm to it. I remember when we pulled up to it, I was like, wow, (laughs) this is kind of impressive. And then then we walked in, and it was all over. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to take our whole family back. Oh, man. Hear that, baby? We're going into the frat house. The baby is currently... In a hazmat suit, apparently. I can't really feel it, but I can assure you that the baby is fully kicking right now and being like, no! No, save me! (laughs) Yay! So, yeah, I can see... This is, again, one of those movies where I, I just have to separate myself and be like, objectively, it's a funny movie... It has its, you know, was my mom would say, gross patisse moments. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. Subjectively, not my cup of tea. So you're saying the grade you would give it would be... C. 0. 0.0. <laughs> no, not the collective GPA of the fraternity. <laughs> or at least that one guy. Um, but... C. C. Okay. I'd probably give it a B+. I just don't, I guess I don't understand my, I hate that my biggest hang up isn't even really the movie's fault, it's the aftermath of the movie, is why it's so popular and considered a classic and stuff like that. Like, it's one of those movies where I'm like, okay. Well. Risky Business was better than this. Actually, I like Risky Risky Business better than this. Um, but I don't know, there's some movies where I don't identify with and you think they're the best movie of all time. Like Legally Blonde or something like that. I don't think Legally Blonde is the best movie of all time. Or Clueless. No, that's an... Clue... Okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Legally Blonde is a movie where, much in the, what I just did with Animal House, I can say, objectively, not a great movie. Subjectively, I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Clueless is both objectively and subjectively a good movie. It is. It's well written. It's funny. It's well acted. It made stars out of the people who were in it. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not just me being like, I like it because I identify with it. A lot of people, like, and the writing was very fresh at the time. (laughs) This movie is great and people agree with me. (laughs) I'm not alone. No, I'm just kidding around with you. I like Clueless as well. Although I haven't seen it 3,000 times like you. (sighs) Well, you know. You don't know what you're missing. (laughs) I think that's another reason I don't see as many movies, because when I like something, I'll just choose to watch that again over something new that I might not like. You need to open open yourself up to more options. Well, this is like going to a restaurant. Don't you usually end up ordering, like, what you know you like because you like it, as opposed to that other thing that you're not sure that you heard the other people like, but you're like, meh. Well, yeah, but you also have several different restaurants where you go to instead of just going to the same restaurant every single day and getting the same thing. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't only watch one movie. I don't know. Titanic. 
Oh, a minute ago it was Clueless. Before that it was Legally Blonde. Now it's Titanic. What is this? Hate on Christie's movies day? Is it? I didn't even check the calendar. Is that what today is? Oh. Well, let me think. What else do we have? Uh, just kidding. Ha ha. Ha ha. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to propose that in honor of next week's holiday, we should watch something that I choose. Next week's holiday? Um, yeah. What's next week's holiday? For real. Talk Where have you been? Talking about... Well, what are you I'm talking about President's Day, Justin. Let's watch presidential movies. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, That's the week after next. Why? Because this holiday, do you get the choice? Because it's the chivalrous thing to do, and I'm sure I have better taste in rom-coms than you. Rom-coms? Or any sort of romance movie. Romance? Yes. The President's Week is going to be all about romance. Come on. Why don't we watch movies with Valentine's Day in the title? How many movies have Valentine's Day in the title? I don't know. Couple. Valentine's Day, the movie. I've never even heard of a movie that has Valentine's. Oh, that one that came out last year. Yeah. That's it. That's all I can think of. My bloody Valentine. Doesn't have day in it. My bloody Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day, in the, or just Valentine's in the title? I don't know. I will figure it out. I will figure it out. Because I'm taking this podcast by the horns. Are you? Yes. Okay. I don't get to pick very often, so I'm choosing. Great. I can't wait. Oh, you should be so excited. We should even flip it on its head. It should be movies that I have seen that you haven't seen. No, that's not what we're doing. Oh. Don't like the shoe on the other foot, I see. It's not the point of the podcast. No, it's not the point of the podcast. But I'm sure we'll, you'll pick something great, like Feed the Fish. <laughs> You knock that podcast choice all the time. But you asked me to pick at like 11 o'clock at night with a finite thing of choices in the Netflix. And I was like, fine, that one. Well, you know what? Why don't you spend all that, you know, uh, internet searching time at your job and find a movie then. So you don't have to find one at 11 o'clock at night. Well, maybe I would if I wasn't busy doing my job. I don't know. I get emails from you in the middle of the day saying... Hey, do you like this stroller? You want to read all the reviews like I just did? <laughs> oh, I'll just pat you on the back. Oh, please don't. Oh, please don't do that. What? I kind of hate it. What? Oh, it's old Justin. What? You best be stopping now. What? Let me tickle don't, you? No, I want you to stop. You tickle you. Don't touch me. So anyway, guys, you can uh, catch us on Twitter, Justin Winners or Chris Winners. Um, so I Married a Movie Geek on Facebook. Um, we're on iTunes. What else? I don't know. I was distracted by being pat on the back like a child. Adults can get pat on the back like, hey, what's going on? Patty Pat Pat. Burpy burp. Tune in next week for a very special lovey-dovey Valentine's edition of So I Married a Movie Geek. Yes. Oh, Valentine's Day. That's right. Can't wait. <laughs> well, that's the holiday. Feed the fish times two. Oh, good lord. Your choice. My choice. Your choice. Seductive. Lovey-dovey. <laughs> Seductive. That's <laughs> You don't like seductive? I'm not saying I don't, but... Chocolates? Wait, are you talking about the podcast Flowers. or the holiday? 
Huh? We're talking about the podcast or the holiday? We're going to have a very seductive podcast next week. We're going to seduce you with the sounds of our radio voices. Sounds like fun. I may or may not be drunk because not really, but because of that would be weird if you were drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Valentine's Day without wine. This is going to suck. We're going to have to do an episode in the near future where I drink and obviously you can't. And then we just (laughs) obviously don't want to hurt the baby. I understand. Okay. But some days, girl misses her glass of wine. Some days. You can pretend that your water is wine. What am I, Jesus? No, wait. That was Moses. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> you know your Bible. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week, guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs>